0: Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Bachelor of Provo Fans Podcast. I am your host and the man behind the account on Instagram, Tommy Johnson. If you want to learn more about me and why I'm doing this, uh, you can go and follow or check out my personal Instagram account at The Tomsters. Today we have an exclusive interview with McKenna Wright. If you recall, McKenna was the first young lady off of the bus night one to meet Colin. Uh, we talk about that night er, uh, meeting the girls. The nerves of the first row ceremony the nerves of that first night of production and filming uh, we also talk about the application process how she heard about the show why she signed up and how she got casted and everything leading up to night one uh, we also discuss at the end and this is the part that you'll want to stay around for uh, her own thoughts on provo dating in general dating um, experiences things that she's run into things that she appreciates things that she wishes were different Um, So we talk about all those things in this interview. So without any further ado, um, thanks for listening, and here is the interview with McKenna. Alright, welcome everybody to the first edition, rendition? I don't know. First edition of the Bachelor Provo Fans Podcast. Today we are joined by the one and only McKenna Wright. And she is going to be talking to us about her experience of night one, some thoughts on pro dating in general, and how she got into the show. McKenna, thanks for joining me today.
1: Of course, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Cool. All right, so let's just jump right in. Uh, so obviously, to, uh, you're on the new hit Provo show, the Bachelor <laughs> of Provo. Um, to be on the show, you had to apply in some process. Do you mm-hmm. mind explaining how that went for you?
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I have a unique story, maybe more unique than some. Um, I've been single for a long time and my roommate right now is my cousin and so randomly one day I get a text from her and it's a screenshot of an email and she says, hey, so I kind of did this thing. Mm -hmm. I saw a flyer for the Bachelor of Provo and I applied for you.
0: Awesome.
1: And yeah. I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you got an email, like a callback to come in and like do an interview. And I was like, oh my gosh. So that's originally how I found out about it. I had no idea that it was a thing. Okay. My cousin applied for me because she thought...
0: I'm not going to speak for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what she thought. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, then apparently I guess they got too many applicants. And so they just mm-hmm. decided to do like a little Google form. And they just said like... Um, What's your Instagram handle? Send us a headshot and, like, a couple of questions about yourself. Um, and so I did do that my, on, on my own because I was like, you know, why not? Yeah. What's it going to hurt? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mm-hmm. sent in that little thing, and then a couple weeks later, we heard whether or not we were accepted. So, yeah, that yeah. was exciting.
0: So when you learned that you were accepted, what were, what were your first thoughts?
1: Um probably along the lines of what a lot of people are asking right now that I've gotten asked a lot is like, is this for real? How is this going to work? Who's producing it? Who's The Bachelor? Like all of the, all of those things went through my head. I was like, oh, so like, when are we starting? Where are we going? Is this going to be like a huge commitment? Like, I just was really excited and curious.
0: Yeah, for sure. So from when you learned that you were accepted to when they started filming, how long what time was
1: that? Oh you man, uh, I don't remember. I remember first there was like a there was an info meeting.
0: Okay.
1: Um, at I believe the King Henry Clubhouse. Cool. And they were like, we're gonna take some little intro videos, and you're gonna learn who the bachelor is, mm-hmm. and you're gonna meet some of the other girls. And I was like, oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I didn't know if we were filming that night, but that was when the first little interview. Was. Okay, so first mm-hmm. things
0: first, meet up at King Henry, meet the Bachelor. He That's
1: wasn't cool. there, we just oh, saw you, like a little, so you
0: learned a little bit.
1: PowerPoint oh, presentation. Okay. Yeah. okay. Some,
0: some pointers about who Colin was. Yeah. Okay, so um, so you learn who he is, you film some intros, mm-hmm. uh, so night one comes along in that big old black bus.
1: Yeah. Or whatever, <laughs>
0: whatever, the big old van, and you were the first to, to go.
1: Yeah, I was.
0: Did you volunteer? Were you chosen to go first? How did um, that go? I
1: volunteered. Okay. So I am the kind of person where I really like... I like to challenge myself, but I also... I respond really well under pressure. Cool. And I also don't really like waiting. And so there was like a bunch of us in the van, and I was like, okay, I want to go first. But there was a bunch of us in there. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, who's going to go first? Who's going to be the first one? And I... I'm not camera shy. Mm-hmm. Um... And, like, although it would have been nice to see, like, how someone else does it, at the same time, I wanted to make sure that what I did in my entrance was unique, and, as well as going along with that, if anyone were to watch the episode, and they would know, oh, she's first, we'll cut her a little bit of slack, I guess. Yeah, there you go. But, yeah, I volunteered.
0: It's cool, so you're strategic in it, you're like, I'm gonna play to my strengths, but also, whatever I end up saying, people will be like, you know, she went first, it's okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess most of that came to me after the fact. I feel like in the moment I was mostly just like, did I just say I'd go first? I guess I did.
0: (laughs) Here you go. Um, So you used your line. Yeah. When did you come up with that line?
1: Uh, It was on the bus. I was like, guys, I don't know what to say. What am I going to do? And actually one of the other girls was like, say something about like best for last. And I was like, but I'm first. (laughs) And then it kind of just like. I don't really remember
0: Yeah, but it just kind of turned into it. And And I was
1: like, okay. And I rehearsed it a couple times to myself and like practiced on one of the girls. And then, (laughs) because we were waiting on the bus for like a little bit of time, a considerable amount of time. Um, And all of the time getting me more and more worked up. And I was like, I'm going to fall out of the bus. I'm going to trip. And anyway, it ended up working out pretty well, I'd say.
0: Yes, I would say so as well. Okay, so you go in first. Um, were you alone, I guess, for a while in that big old house? Or, cause you were first, or what, so what was that like? So,
1: the, we, so there was a lot of girls. Okay. And I think we took three or four different vanfuls of girls. Okay. And so the girls were waiting in the house. Oh, okay. And then, like, all of us would come off the bus, and then they would load up a new one and go back around. Okay. Yeah, but, um, yeah.
0: Okay. So you weren't, you weren't alone just chilling in there because so when I first watched it, I was like, "Man, she's just going to be by herself in there for a little bit.
1: No, it um, wasn't like that, but yeah, it was good to have the other girls because as soon as anyone would go in the house, like we'd all be like, "What did you do? What did you say? Yeah. I want to hear how did it go?" So
0: yeah, so I, I am interested in I guess your uh, I guess what like the, the vibe among the girls mm-hmm. was because obviously you're all there you're I'm assuming most of you guys are strangers to each other oh yeah. Um, but you're all there for, like, the same reason that some, there's a lot of questions about, like, how is this even going to go down? But obviously, night one, you're like, we're trying to make the first best impression. Yeah. So was there some weird kind of, like, competition vibes or, yeah you Yeah, know, what was that like?
1: So, honestly, so, I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. A lot of the girls did know each other, though, okay. because most of them are freshmen here at BYU. Yeah. And as the whole world who has seen the Bachelor of now knows, I'm considerably older than most of the girls. Yes. Um, I was, like, one of the girls had literally just turned 18 the week before. Wow. And I was like, I'm approximately five years older than you. Yes. Um, like, coming up on my five-year high school reunion and you just graduated. Yay. So, <laughs> um, I, my first thought, like, when I sat down and met the girls, I was like, oh, so, like, where do you serve your mission? Like, the questions that were going through my head were like, where, like, what are you majoring in? Mm-hmm. Where do you live? Like, where do you serve your mission? And all of these girls are like, oh, I graduated a couple months ago. Like, I don't really know what I'm majoring in yet. And then slowly, my next question was, oh, how old are you? Mm-hmm. Slowly, the panic rising in me that I was very clearly the oldest one. Yes. Um, but surprisingly, like, we all all of us girls like became so close so fast cool. and I don't know what the actual vibe of the real bachelor is like. Yeah. um not that this isn't the real bachelor, it is very yes, real to us yes, now very real yes. but um all of us girls were really just helping each other out, none of us knew any more than the other, and it was just like, okay, you don't know what's going on, I don't know what's going on, we're just gonna help each other with you know opening lines if you feel awkward i'll boost back your i'll boost your confidence back up like cool. um The vibe was, like, probably the most surprising thing to me because, like, everyone just, like, loved each other immediately. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. Because at least, I mean, I don't know if this is how the, this is, like, producer-specific, but sometimes on the the ABC version of the show, Mm -hmm. um, there seems to be, like, drama and competition. Like, night one, they're trying to, maybe they're trying to start up, you know, competition or whatever. But that's really cool that you guys all connected. Yeah. You're like, we're all just strangers here. We don't know what's going on. This is just an experience. Yeah, fun with it. Boom. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, so, the rose ceremony. Yes. Um, that's a lot of people in one room. Yeah. it's a lot of, uh, I mean, obviously that's the the crux of the show, I guess. You're going home or you're not going home. Yeah. Uh, I guess, did you, what were your thoughts going into that? Um, did you feel confident that you're going to be staying at least one more episode? Mm-hmm. What, were, what were some thoughts of yours?
1: Okay, here are some thoughts. Okay. um, I did go steal Colin once mm. that night. Um, just to kind of, I don't know, get more time in or at yeah. least get him to like, see my face one more time. It was just so brief, each of us talking to him. Yeah. That the only chance you have of him even maybe remembering you is to see your face more than once. So that was my extra little... Plug.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the rose ceremony, <laughs> so I don't know you've seen it, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so there's a close up of my face. There's okay. a shot where I look very sad, mm. very worried, look like I've been crying. Um, <laughs> so they have dogs in that house, mm. and I didn't think I was allergic to dogs. maybe it was like the combination of like the stress and the girls and the dogs, and I don't know, but I was sneezing continuously. For probably the last two hours of filming.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it
1: was awful. And, yeah. like, we had to keep stopping filming for me to blow my nose, for me to sneeze. Um, I had a roll of toilet paper between my feet standing mm. on the fireplace because I ha- <laughs> I kept having to blow my nose because yeah. I was just sneezing over and over. So, he did tell us to look dramatic. Mm. And I was feeling nervous. Yeah. But also, I had been sneezing yes. just uncontrollably for, yeah. like, two hours. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's that little interesting tidbit of information, but how I felt about it, um, I was pretty nervous, Mm. you know, I, we, you know, didn't get to talk very long, I didn't know if what I said stood out, Mm. Um, I, I don't know, I I didn't feel particularly noticeable, I didn't know if I, you know, did Mm -hmm. great on the opening line, if he'd remember the first girl, Um, so I was kind of feeling nervous because there was a lot of girls and they were sending a lot of girls home on the first night.
0: Yeah.
1: but, yeah, I guess mostly I was just, like, grateful that I, I... I kept telling myself, like, even if this is it, like, this was still really fun. Yeah. So.
0: No, I think that's a good attitude to have. Um, but no, that makes a lot of sense. The nerves of, you know, did I say enough? Uh, does, does he remember? Especially going first. Because mm-hmm. um, the, the filming took a long time, right? Yeah. The first mm-hmm. episode. So, I mean, being first to the rose ceremony, I had to have been hours in between yeah. those two things. So that makes sense, um, but you you got a rose. Mm-hmm. You're staying. Um, we're excited for episode two when that comes it's around. It's gonna be awesome to see uh, what you guys do and uh, what's uh, post night one. Um, so when girls were sent home, um, was that how was that? I guess experience was that. I don't know. I don't know. If weird's the right word, but you're seeing girls you know go home, not be mm-hmm. chosen. You, had just known them for a couple of hours, now they're leaving. Yeah. What was that like?
1: Um, some of the girls were, like, pretty disappointed. Mm-hmm. Like, legitimately wanted to continue getting to know Colin, wanted to continue on with this experience with the other girls. Yeah. And some were genuinely disappointed, mm-hmm. you know? And that was hard to see. Um, because, of course, there's that, like, I'm happy for myself, but I'm also sad for you. Yeah. But then there's also the the factor of, like, well, I like, don't know you super well. So there's, like, the camaraderie and that, like, relationship that's formed because we're all in this experience together. But at the same time, like, I will never see some of them again. So it's yeah. also, like, <laughs> I can't feel too bad, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: No, it's yeah, it's a good mix of that sad, but also, I don't know your last name.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so,
0: no, that makes sense. Um, so, uh, episode two... Um it's coming out sometime soon. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure uh when. Um so um so how how involved are you guys, I guess, in terms of knowing when episodes are coming out or when I guess are they in communication with you?
1: Yeah, um let's see. I'm actually friends with Remington. Okay. He and I are buds. Um there was a little like Lull in communication over winter break, but we're pretty involved with like knowing when Like we knew when the first episode was going to be yeah. released um, I'm not quite sure about the second episode right now mm-hmm. just because we're still we're picking filming back up and yeah. um, The sheer amount and power of the publicity we've gotten over this first episode is insane Yeah, so I feel like we're all kind of letting that like settle and sink in mm-hmm. before we move on to the next
0: for sure. Yeah. You know
1: hurdle, but um we also one of my favorite things is that us participants, us ladies, have a group chat and it's mm. like the best thing ever. I'm sure. So just yeah. like sharing our crazy experiences and, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I'm sure. I'm sure uh, having I guess kind of that behind the scenes mm-hmm. place to for you guys to all talk. I'm sure the last couple of days um, has been weird or cool. I don't know what the word is, but. On, on campus, have you been recognized on campus by anyone yet? Um,
1: By a couple of people. I mean, today's what?
0: I guess today's just Tuesday. Today's I mean. Tuesday. Yeah, and it came out for Saturday or um, On Friday. Friday. Okay.
1: Yeah, but just, like, the amount of, um, like, people sending me videos of them watching and, like, pictures mm-hmm. of them watching and, like, asking questions. and um, So I think this will be a good thing to help people, like, understand more what's going on, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even when you do understand what's going on, you're still kind of, like... What is happening? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: um, is this a thing? Is this real? Yeah, so... Um, so, when you started filming... You guys started filming back in...
1: October? Mm, I can't remember if it was, like... November. November. I think it was, like, beginning of November.
0: Okay. Um, so, did you tell a lot of people that you were filming for this? Or did you kind of wait for this first episode to come?
1: So, I've been posting it on my Instagram story. Okay. Um... Because, I mean, they did tell us, like, we don't want you posting a ton because we don't want to give things away, mm-hmm. but obviously we wanted to build a little bit up to it or people wouldn't know to look for it, yeah. you know? So I I have been posting quite generously, I guess, mm-hmm. just the content that I had, yeah. um, just to get people to kind of have it on their radar um, and have, I've had, you know, people throughout the month be like, so, like, when are we going to see what's been going on? Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: That's cool. Right, so yeah, I, I think I can speak for everyone that we're excited for episode two to see oh, yeah. where you go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but now let's take a, a turn from uh, dating the Provo Bachelor to experience dating uh, Provo boys or children. <laughs> some may say I'm just joking, but just just your dating experiences in Provo, obviously um, dating in Provo is its own animal and. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm just curious, some of the thoughts that you have. Um, you said that you, you're 23, you've been here in Provo for about four years, you mm-hmm. say. Um, so, yeah, what are what are some, some thoughts, I guess, you have on your experiences dating here in Provo?
1: Yeah, so I could, I could do my own podcast for <laughs> hours about this subject. <laughs> but, um, yeah, first thing I'll say is that everyone in Provo could benefit from um, better communication yeah. and what I mean by that is like I don't know just like if you want something ask for it, mm-hmm. if you don't then also express that Yeah. Um, yeah so I'm 23 I served a mission um, for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints and I've been home for three years now And I also did a year before I went on my mission. So I've been dating in Provo for a long time. Mm. And um, I just recently started a a Finsta, Mm. or a fake Instagram, and posting all of the crazy stories and DMs that I get. Um, So if anyone is interested in that, it's just call me underscore Ken twenty eighteen, which I guess I need to change that to twenty nineteen now, but
0: Yes. Well, as someone who has seen The Finsta, uh I can put a plug in as well. It's insane. Um just yeah. So it just um for the listeners I, I asked uh McKenna to before we started um taping some for opinions on dating in Provo and what she wish or what she wishes um, men would do more of or less of, um, and communication is a really big one.
1: Yeah, so let's see. I don't even know where to begin with, yeah. with these points, but um, first of all, when a guy is asking a girl on a date, mm-hmm. the key word in that is asking. Yes. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a DM or someone say to me, hey, you're really cute. Let's go out sometime mm. or I'm going to take you on a date. Or like when are we going out? Or when's a good time for me to take you on a date? And nowhere in there does it provide me with the choice to say no. Yeah. I mean fundamentally it does. Because yeah. if they say when I can say never. Yes. But um it's not the most polite thing to assume that someone is willing to go on a date with you. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't set a comfortable tone when you feel like the guy is forcing himself upon you or your opinion isn't respected. Yeah. Um you don't as the as the female because I'm all for like if a girl wants to ask a guy on a date totally, but mm-hmm. these rules are the same. Yeah. You don't want to make them feel like I'm placing an order mm. and I'm waiting to go pick it up.
0: Yeah. No.
1: That's what it feels like when <laughs> yeah. you say, "When are you available for me to take you on a date?" It doesn't feel like there's any sort of agency or like mutual respect.
0: No, for sure. Yeah, that, that respect goes out the window when that assumption of, uh, so we're already going out, the only thing we should decide now is mm-hmm. when. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't give you that opportunity to just to say, you know what, I appreciate it, but no thank you, or to even say some sort of no answer. Mm-hmm. That's just there. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Um, another part of that is accepting no as an answer. Um, trust me, I've been on the back end of rejection myself Mm -hmm. and there's no, you don't want to date someone you have to convince to date you anyway, right? So So if someone says, hey McKenna, like it's been great talking to you and hanging out and going on dates, but like I don't want to take this any further or I'm going to date someone else, like ouch, that sucks, but I'm going to be respectful and say, okay, like I got to trust that there's someone else out there. Mm -hmm. But when a girl tells a guy, no, one of my least favorite things is when they beg for a reason. Mm. Um, Which, like, if you're comfortable telling them why, that's totally fine. Whether it be you're not physically attracted to them, Mm. which is important. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether you are seeing someone else, whether you're too busy, whatever the reason is. Um, there is a sort of decency in explaining yourself but I don't think it's required.
0: Oh no, for sure uh, yeah you don't know the person and if you do you don't know them super well um, so you don't owe that person anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would definitely agree that there is um, an issue with people wanting like uh, just being like I need that answer. Yeah. Um, but also um, the taking no for an answer is can maybe seem like innocent and annoying at, at, on its surface, but it's a really that's a really bad and like toxic yeah. because um, no means no in any situation, whether it's um, simply asking out on a date or something that may be more of an intimate situation. Yeah. So consent in any in any variance is important. Um, so yeah, guys listening and girls, no means no.
1: Yeah, entitlement is one of the worst things for a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So like I said, I could, I could talk forever about this and I have many, many examples if you are interested in that. Um, one of the other things that I'll talk about is um, something I hear a lot um, is, oh, you're 23? You're, you're so beautiful, you're so talented, like you're not married yet? Um, and I know most people mean this as a compliment. I understand that being called beautiful and talented and, you know, like putting all of these positive attributes onto me is meant to be a compliment, but what is agitating about that is, oh, you're still single. As if none of those qualities make me qualified to be dating someone or be married. Yeah. As if like there's something wrong with me being 23 and single, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the biggest problem I have with that because I can take it like, it's not like I personally find it defensive but what I think is a problem with that is the, the expectations that everyone puts on pro dating mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest issues that we have is you ask someone out and you expect them to say yes you go on two or three dates and you expect that means you get to kiss someone or you go on four or five dates and you expect that 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 means you're exclusive.
0: Yeah.
1: Or um, I can't tell you how many times I've had a guy say to me, "Why haven't we kissed yet?" Hmm. On you know the third date. Um, I think those those rules are totally subjective to the person's relationship. Yeah. But um, just expectations and like s- saying that. You know, at, there's something wrong with someone who's not married by the age of 23. Yeah. You know, um, I feel like we are much too full of false expectations that no one set except ourselves.
0: For sure, yeah. Um, cause, yeah, there's that danger of that. Uh, you think that there's like that mutual expectation. Um, and so, oh, we haven't kissed yet. Oh, we haven't done this yet or whatever. There must be something wrong or, you know, those expectations aren't universal. They're, a lot of them are just kind of here in this area, yeah. but mm-hmm. also to each person. And so, it all goes back to communication.
1: That's, about, that's exactly what I was going to say. It just goes communication. back to
0: that. It's, just, it's a simple point. question. And again, like you said, you don't want to be dating someone that you have to convince. Yeah. Or that, there's, um, that it's going to take you having to wear them down to finally mm-hmm. accept something. So... Um, having, like, communication is very key, number one, I would say. Um, and that, that would fix a lot of these things. Yeah. Just communication. Yeah.
1: And then, along with that, and tying in everything else that I said, um, don't make assumptions about people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it goes along with expectations, but just because a lot of the people in Provo are from Utah doesn't mean everyone is, and therefore we have to be aware of cultural differences, background differences, um... Differences in opinion, the fact that there are stereotypes and there are definitely people who break stereotypes mm-hmm. and making assumptions about people will never benefit you because you're already putting them in a box. You don't, before you even you know, go out with them, you're already making, like I said, assumptions and um, it prohibits your relationship from developing further because you already have that That paradigm
0: yeah 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 assumptions don't lead uh, to anywhere good Um, and again communication just ask questions um, get people's opinions on things Um, you there's no way that you can know someone better than they know themselves so -hmm. don't don't assume anything don't assume that something's okay just because you are in a situation where it's been okay before with a different person Um, so so yeah I think that's that's very key um, so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up, but before we do, McKenna is one of BYU's fine young ambassadors. They have a show running right now, correct?
1: Yeah. So tonight is dress rehearsal, and our opening night is tomorrow. Cool. So we we run Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. There's also a matinee on Saturday. The shows at night are at 7:30 p.m. Uh, the matinee on Saturday is at 2 p.m. I believe, um, and that's on campus at BYU in the theater, the Pardo Theater in the Harris Fine Arts Center. Um, Tickets are online. You can ask me about it if you want. Um, You can also go into the HVAC on campus and buy those tickets. And it's going to be an absolutely fantastic show. We had a couple of shows this past weekend, and um, I had an amazing time performing in it, but I also heard that it was very entertaining, and people loved it.
0: Awesome. So everyone should go out. Uh, Young Ambassadors is, is pretty prestigious. People try out. Mm-hmm. Not everyone makes it. You guys go out around the world mm-hmm. to be ambassadors for the university um, and doing so in a very fun, artistic, musical way. And I think mm-hmm. it's awesome. So everyone should go out and do that. Um, so thanks, McKenna, for joining yeah, us absolutely. today. absolutely. Um, so yeah, everyone stay tuned for the second episode of this show, for the second episode of The Bachelor in Provo, and yeah, we'll catch you next time.
1: Yeah, thanks.